Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Y'all already know I am Zell, um, and I am so glad to be here with a fellow survivor of whatever the fuck the illness going around the United States is this past week, Tom Hamlet. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. (laughs) We did it, Joe. Slayed the Super Bowl. Oh my God, the boost <laughs> with the fur. Did you see that uh, yes. thing between her and T Pain on Twitter? No, they got like a, a, a tiff. No, 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 not a tiff. It was like a back, it was such a cute back and forth because she's tweeted her picture um, and she, it, she like captioned it like boots with the fur. And then he quote retweeted it and was like, the whole club's looking at her. And <laughs> oh, then I love T Pain. I, me too. And then she sent him back a gif like pointing and was like, uh, and it was so fucking cute. I that's really sweet. I feel like he's so nice, T Pain. He always oh, gives yeah. the, the sweetest vibes. Oh yeah, I, I bet he is too. Um, and we know I love my queen Reba. Oh, Reba's the best. A single mom who works. You know, too apparently, fast. they're bringing back the show. Shut the fuck up! I heard don't, this... Tom. Don't play with me right now. No, I I heard this. Re- I heard this this week, a couple days ago. Apparently, they're shopping around a reboot of Reba. Reba, the show and the woman, yeah, are such were such treasured household names. Really, um, in my see, black me, home. See, for in, me, we never watched it. Oh my god! In my African American home, we <laughs> loved Reba on the WB. I think she came on Fridays, Thursday or Friday or something like that. Oh, we loved Reba. It's funny. She, I mean, I clearly I'm not one to speak to this, but like. To, I find that she has such a fan base in, in the black community. And oh, I we love her. Yeah, what is, What do you think that is? I think like, it's a show. I think it's a show. A show, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think that it's like necessarily people that like love her music. I do know a couple of Reba songs, but like I, it was the show, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She's, I mean, I know, I, you know, I never watched it, but I, I had a feeling that that would be important to you. I, I did hear that. Oh my God, I will be elated. You know why else I'm elated this week? What? Because our Love queen. Love is blind and back. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But no, because our queen, I, like I told y'all, I was ill. Uh, we left the Super Bowl function at um, Sunday. I was like, eh. I was like kind of fine, kind of just like mm-hmm. tired from Mardi Gras. But we went to a Super Bowl party. I looked at my husband at halftime. I was like, we we got to go. Like, we we have to go. I'm not, I did you miss the Beyonce ad? Yeah. No. I went to sleep. I also couldn't take like all of the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. I'm not gonna lie. I wanted the Chiefs to lose. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I I don't fucking care. I really don't fucking care. But I and I was just so tired. Mm-hmm. I missed the Beyonce ad. Okay. I woke up in the morning, saw the Chiefs won, and then I saw the Beyonce thing, the commercial, and I was like, oh, that's a cute commercial. And then at the end, it said, I still experienced it like everybody else because I watched that ad before I knew anything. And you so I heard, see anything. No, you... I heard the drop the new music. And I was like, drop the new music, drop the new music. <laughs> I was like, the new music. And I like quickly, I didn't even look on social media. Like, for I literally got on Spotify because I was like, I, I need it. I need it. Listen to both. Uh, Texas Hold'em in 16 Carriages. I danced, then I cried. Then I danced again, then I cried again. And then I saw that Act 2 comes out the day before my birthday. Yes, the day before my partner Brian's birthday. You guys are birthday. Yes, time. yes. Oh my God. Yes. I love our birthday. I know. <laughs> she really did this for me. She did. And that's what I believe. And so that's what's true. I, I think it is all all for you. Where are you at with um the country of it all? Like, are you um 
were you a a country fan in any way before? And so the transition for you will be easy or is this going to be like a new kind of frontier for you? I'm a music fan in general. Like I, there's, it's rare that I don't like I, there's a song of each genre that I can pretty much get with besides mm -hmm. probably like screamo, you know yeah. what I mean? A song is a song to me. So I like it. Um, I do enjoy some country pop music, you mm -hmm. know? I'm a big Kelsey Ballerini fan. If you listen to this pod last week, I actually explained that, which a lot of people are shocked by. They're like, wait, what, really? Um, and I like some old school country. I love the girlies. I love Shania. I love Reba. I, You know yep. what I mean? So I'm excited. It wasn't hard for me to get with. Beyonce could sing the ABCs and I would be like, uh, a musical right. genius. I'd be down. I, you know, I have a real issue and I love Lady Gaga. I really do. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen her in concert the same amount of times I've seen Beyonce. Like I, mm -hmm. I, Beyonce is my, my, my number one and mm -hmm. by a long shot, but like, I do love Gaga and, mm -hmm. but I, but so many people are, so many people I would say white people and people who maybe don't understand the nuances of things mm -hmm. are comparing, like saying like, I don't want like a Joanne era. I don't want this to be Joanne. And I want to be like, guys, 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 You're, you, you don't Joanne, understand. Joanne was an album that like Gaga is an aesthetics person. Yeah. She yeah. Created an album out of an aesthetic and it was inspired by her aunt that she never met. And it was like a vibe. Like she was like, I wanted to do this vibe. I want to be right. like performing in the corner of a dark country Western bar right. with a Bud Light in my hand. Like that was what she based her whole album off of a vibe. Right. right? Yeah. But like Beyonce is creating, has always been country in so many ways yeah. because of where she's from. And she speaks to that. And it's also like a reclamation and it's like a, it's it's going to be a um people will think it's like a genre shifting move mm -mm. her and for the music culture but i think it's just going to be like the purest form of this genre that we haven't seen in a really long time and i don't think there's a way to compare them i just think it's very no. stupid to compare a con like even madonna love madonna mm -hmm. too. Madonna has her country era like a lot of the girl girlies tip their toe like dip their toe in here I understand I'm in the beehive deep. So, and I know I sound crazy, but it's different. It's just well, different. here's the thing as somebody who has been like, like, I don't think people understand, like, for me, a 31 going on 32 year old black, like, woman, Beyonce has been there with me for a, like a long time. Like, I, mm -hmm. like, women my age, like, Beyonce is like everything. If you're, yeah. Like we've I, gone through so many phases with Beyonce, right? I've listened to Beyonce's music for pretty much my entire life. Mm -hmm. Beyonce, when Beyonce says, my daddy, Alabama, mama, Louisiana, you mix that Negro with that Creole and make a Texas Bama. Like Beyonce is country. She always has been country. If you right. watch interviews, if you listen to her speak, all of it, she is just a down South Texas girl and mm -hmm. i love that i'm seeing so many black southern people like be so loud and be like yeah th this is like th we are here this is what we do too like it's not just you know a caucasian thing and you sometimes even a you know a latina thing or you mm -hmm. know we there are black country folks we and the way she sings about you know her her life i'm just like Y'all are not understanding. I don't think you've been listening the way you should have been. Mm -hmm. I, I know you've been dancing, but you have not been listening. Okay. And it's just, it's not a Joanne thing. And I think that people will be shocked. And I I remember when uh she did that, she performed at the CMAs with the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. And um, it, she's always done like dabbled into country music and saying, you know, country songs and things like that. So I just think people don't pay attention as much as they like to think that they do. Mm -hmm. And I don't care because that's be that's my mother. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now I have another, this, this is a tin hat, like theory mm -hmm. on TikTok and 
Uh, also, just like if you listen to the songs, something that people are noticing, and I noticed this too when I listened to it, and I was like, "Am I being crazy? Am I overthinking this?" That um, Texas Hold'em has a lot of uh, lyrical parallels to Pure Honey, um, and uh, Sixteen Carriages have, has a lot of lyrical parallels to Break My Soul. And people are wondering if her albums are going, the three acts are going to like all mirror each other in ways where like songs have their other, their alternate yeah. versions in each act, which, so if you go look at the lyrics of 16 Carriages, it's all mm -hmm. about like, no oh, one's yeah. gonna hold me down. Uh -huh. Like she talks, she essentially talks about having a nine to five again, mm -hmm. which she's never had, which right, I, I right. die for her for. Right. Um, and it's like, it's, it's that, it's that theme. There's like, and then also in Texas Hold'em, she very clearly, and she's not dumb. Like she literally says in a country way, like bad bitches to the left, money mm -hmm. bitches to the right. If you're yeah. in the middle of dance all night, she says it in Texas Hold'em in a different way in the chorus every time because mm. she talks about how i'm gonna head to the right and she's like y'all head to the left and mm -hmm. if you like like me in the middle if you want my Maybe body like yeah yeah um so i don't know it, i think that's a fun theory it could be totally I, you you know what i didn't think about it 16 carriages definitely does have parallels to break my soul um because i fucking i love when i remember when break my soul dropped i was like crying because i was just going through so i was depression. overwhelmed like, yeah it, it was it was such a it felt so new and different and mm -hmm. i didn't understand i like took me a while to even like become obsessed with it because i was just like kind of overwhelmed by the shift from we went so long without re really like new new music from her since mm -hmm. Lemonade, essentially we had black as king um right the gift album but like that stuff is kind of more collaborations music. Yeah. Um, but like new, new singles from her were so far away that it was so new to me that it took me a second to fall in love with it. And now it's like totally one of my. Oh my God. No, it took, team. it took me like, I remember when it first, cause I had gotten off work and then it dropped and I remember turning it on in my car on the way home and I had a like 20 minute drive home and it's all I listened to. I listened to it over and over again. I remember as soon as uh, I'm a big boat, as soon as it came on, I was obsessed with it. Yeah. So it's amazing. I I yeah. Um so yes, we are getting act 2 of Renaissance and there's the girlies and the gays and the days are saying that she's not touring that we're going to have to go to her. Um Yeah, I heard I mean obviously the sphere people are talking about that. She puts if you watch the extended mm -hmm. trailer of the not the extended trailer, the extended commercial of the Verizon yeah. commercial, there's a scene of her on the sphere. On the sphere, yeah. I could see her though I think this is my thought. I haven't talked talked this out yet, so bear with me. I could see her setting up shop in a legit like a arena, not a stadium, like an arena where like a rodeo would be, and like doing mm. something like in the round, like in the dirt, in the middle with a band, like like literally throwing a. She threw a ball. Let's have a ball for yeah. the month. Like I could see her literally throwing like a rodeo hoedown party at this like huge ass arena in Texas somewhere. I don't know. Interesting. Like, I don't know. That would be so cool. Like no one's ever done that. Like that she's all about in innovation and I don't know. I, I could just see it's, it's, it's going to be different. Now, did you see that she had that, cryptic reel of her of the song and she had yes. circus in the background which is yeah a, i mean circus circus is like a, a dollar a night hotel yeah at um in vegas and i was like what does that mean i don't know really that's what that's why i thought it was a vegas you know so that she's gonna be it could vegas be vegas because too definitely for for the rodeo thing i guess but and lord knows i love vegas i mean y'all know i can't get enough of it i don't know if i ever will hell but um i i can't wait i'm i get excited anytime beyonce does anything and i'm so happy she wasn't like pump faking us because i was like oh it, like i was not prepared i didn't think she was going to give us anything else i mean she gave us new music she gave us a tour no visuals but you know mama worked hard um moving on to uh, another thing that happened this week <laughs> marcus and larsa broke up and During I guess the Super Bowl. 
I guess got back together two days later because they were seen together yesterday shopping for flowers. So did you see Unwatched Happens? Did you see Watched Happens Live last night? Or oh, watched- I heard Adriana was. Well, Adriana was a mess, but Julia said a little too much that she should not have about the reunion. And Andy was like, stop, stop, stop. What did she say? So Marcus apparently blows up at all of the women at the reunion. Like, oh, Julia was like, I thought Marcus was something that something else. I thought he was a nice guy, she essentially says. And she was like, I would have never seen this breakup coming until the reunion where he acted out and acted out of character, essentially. I don't know what about what. I don't know what he's mad about, but um, apparently he gets heated and he says something kind of off to Andy, too. Because Andy was like, I know he said it to me. So I, I, I don't know what what that what that is about. But um, this this kind of shot, it did kind of surprise me. No, me, too. I was, because they have the same phone passcode. They're destined to be together forever, duh. Yeah, I I didn't see the breakup coming, but you know, she is a suffocator and that can only go on for so long. I think he's a fucking user. Like I I get the biggest fucking ick from him because mm. like I think Larsa is so fucking codependent yeah. and I think she like loves being a partner, loves having like you know, a, even though I don't know I don't know what the fuck went on with her and Scotty. You know what I mean? She's like, it's just so funny because she's like, I love being in a relationship. I love being with my man. I don't want to hang out with my girlfriends at all. And then she's like, I couldn't be in that relationship any longer. Like, blah, blah, blah. But I love Scotty. But I'm like, girl, what happened? What happened? What did happen? I don't know. She was gallivanting around with Kardashians. That's what happened. Yeah. Well, she, in the end, it's, she her fame and her image is number one in her relationships, you know? Right. A hundred percent. But I just think that he is thirsty on a different level. Um, Even like when it comes to like share, showing off his dad and stuff, I don't know. I get the biggest ick from him and I don't like it. And I'm not even necessarily protective over Larsa, but I just, I don't, something about him. I don't trust because you're not going to come in here and yell at Andrew Joseph Cohen. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who are you? Right, I totally agree. You and that underbite and your Tyler Perry ass hips need to go <laughs> sit down somewhere. Norbibes. Norbibes. Like, oh my God, I can't. I can't. I feel bad. I kind of like always liked him. I thought he was. Okay, listen. I If you listen to this podcast and you follow me on socials, I have said I thought he was cute until like he opened his mouth and then he started he started just like talking and then also somebody on twitter did put a side by side of him and tyler perry and i said okay never mind <laughs> well i the big red flag to me is i think it's bizarre mm-hmm. for him to date just back to the principle of him dating yeah um, body's ex is that there's a there's a there's a character flaw there. Yeah, a hundred percent. You're not loyal to your family in a way that is confusing to me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There, that's a, there's something there. There's there's a there's a cross a missed wiring there yeah. that made you think that was a good idea. Larsa isn't like an amazing person, so I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's not like she kind of like changed the game with her with her personality no 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 not at all it's like i know that you and scotty have beef but it's but larsa is a queen it's like no larsa is a selfish selfish little twat yeah no 100 i don't don't really know why she was worth ruffling feathers in the family that is a character flaw and someone that i would not um forget Oh, a hundred percent. I would like never trust him. I, cause I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you can date anybody else. And I, I feel like I, you know what? I say this all the time. I would pay big money to be in his mother's group chat. Oh, I'm in sure. his mom's group chat. Oh, yeah. I know. She is like this motherfucking boy is getting on my goddamn nerves thinking with his goddamn dick. <laughs> and Marcus is where he is because of his dad. And there's, 100%. And I don't, I'm not someone who has any issues with the Nepo baby of it all. It's not the kid's fault that they had a parent that's successful. But like, mm-hmm. but like, you have to have some sort of reverence for the fact that 
like your father is the reason you're where you are and you're dating maybe his like arch nemesis his ex-wife ex -wife. it's just bizarre it doesn't make any sense to me it is fucking bizarre it is bizarre but yeah they and larsa put up a poll and all of this is so fucking immature and i'm just like larsa you are 49 years old you are 49 years old she mm -hmm. put up a poll that said should your friends unfollow your ex I girl girl what what it's it's so between finding out that they have the same phone passcode right and then that that poll when they broke up i'm like i feel like i'm on myspace again it's get get off social media just put put the phone put away the phone down. yeah put the phone yeah. down put the poll exit out of the poll and that's a lot coming from me right <laughs> <laughs> i know we'll say that's a lot coming from me, but Jesus Christ. Um, every happiness of the to them both, though. Whatever, you know, whatever takes place next. I think um, it's gonna be like a Kim and Croy situation with them. Oh, I'm not saying oh. we're gonna get to the darkness level. I, I should I should take that back. We've got it's gotten very dark with them. I more mean the like on and off a headline, mm. uh, then a gesture, and then the paparazzi are called. Like I just think that is how her brain operates. I think that's if if they if they stay together, I think this is not going to be the last time that they break up for a little bit. I agree. Uh, speaking of Kim and Croy, I saw like a photo of them. It was that photo when he was still playing football and mm -hmm. she's like bent over the sidelines giving him a kiss. I was like, I can't believe we are where we are now with them. And that this is what the, they were giving us back in the day. I know they were so sad. They were so cute in their white trash way you literally know? <laughs> i was like oh my i like got a little bit emo i was like oh my god kim and croy the way i want to remember you the way you were we watched them meet on camera we did we watched her say look at the fucking ass on him yeah oh it breaks my heart really it, it actually their situation does break my heart because it's there sad. are too many kids involved for them to be doing so much public it's it's it, it's upsetting. It is. Way. And you know what I, I say? I actually feel very bad for Brielle in this situation because she is old enough to... She saw her mom go through a lot already mm -hmm. since she is the oldest child. Yep. And then feel feel however you want about Brielle to decide, Lord knows I do. I feel badly for her having to watch her mom go through all of this with Croy after thinking that you know they had found a little bit of stability because... You know, it, it's sad. It's sad. And and she can fully grasp what's going on. She mm -hmm. can fully grasp what's going on, unlike maybe some of the other younger kids. Anyways, speaking of Atlanta, we got some news this week that we Portia, they called Portia. And she <laughs> said, okay. Portia is coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta season 16. And I am, I'm excited. I'm excited too. My only thing is okay. she did. I, I want her to come back ready to play because her last mm -hmm. season, yep. she was not ready to, she did not mm -hmm. want to get in the mix and I that agree. does not work. Nini did a similar thing where mm -hmm. like her latter years on the show, she want to play the game of like being in the mix with the girls. Like, uh, I just want to make sure she's down, you know, like and, I agree. And we'll, we will not know until camera lights, camera action, but she's in my top five of all time faves. So I, it made me so sad when she left because I felt she left on such a bizarre note. Yeah, she did. Um, but you know what? That spinoff she had was crazy. So I'm hoping I mean, she brings some of that to this. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm even more excited. I love that Portia left this show thinking that she was going to get this spinoff and we were all going to be like, oh my God, Portia, Portia. And we all were like, oh my God, Portia, Portia, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and now she's back at where at square one. So it's funny. I love it. it is funny because she, she was like, oh, I can't wait to be the star of my new show. And then the show airs and she literally comes across like the, like the super villain. Literally. <laughs> Of all of, of all time, she's got to be one of the only people who got a, their own spinoff and, and ruined, it. ruined it, ruined it. I think she will be ready to play, but it it also matters. Like that's just one step. 
it also matters that they get the rest of the right ladies, you know, mm -hmm. on on board. I think it's going to be good that Candy is gone. And also, I hope they are making the necessary changes in production that need to happen. Because whatever the fuck is going on with Atlanta, production in Atlanta and Potomac, it's just, it's it's exhausting and it's high time for change. I think it's lazy. It is lazy. It is That's lazy. my biggest critique with them is that they just sat on the fact that they have, they're leaning on mm -hmm. their women too much. They so are. Like, they're like, they just like, well, well, they're stars. And it's like, yeah, yeah but you have to like help them be stars and help. And sometimes that means getting rid of some of them and a hundred percent and and putting ultimatums on filming. If you're not willing to do X, Y, and Z, like you can't be on this television program. Like there, it's just like, we still, we got to make a show, you know, and right. just lazy. They're like, if we have enough, like fly in graphics to make a yeah. scene look funnier than it is, um, it'll just be fine. <laughs> no, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think it's so fucking lazy that, and then it kind of makes the women like kick they're kind of like quirks that maybe some of us love maybe some of us don't like so much up a little bit higher i said this about giselle last week on potomac i haven't even watched this you know the latest one because i just can't bring myself to no, care. I'm, I'm like eight episodes behind I yeah i giselle is uh, there's no secret giselle is somebody who bothers the living shit out of me right but giselle is like messy she's like always in the know she is kicking up all of her like side commentary, like being in the middle of these arguments, like, and who said that? And what is it? And did it like there's at one point during an argument between Karen and Mia, who are quite literally carrying this season. They are mm -hmm. doing the best they can. They deserve bonuses. Yeah. And they need no help, right? They're those who are having an argument, and Giselle is just like in the fuck standing in between them, like. And that was to the group and did it and did it. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. You, you're not in this argument. But it was like too much. And I could like, I I feel like she's trying to maybe like overperform because maybe there's not enough direction. Maybe there's not enough producing from mm -hmm. producers. And that's why we're getting a lot of this. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I think sometimes you just a part of Housewives that always works so well always is when you the trope of introducing women who had no aspirations of being on, on camera had no aspirations mm -hmm. of being famous and you put them in a scenario where their lives are there there are cameras everywhere they act in a way that is more authentic but also like more watchable because it and, and then also as their journey continues on reality television you watch them deal with fame and you watch them deal with their presence on camera. It's literally the conceit of housewives that works so well. Sometimes you just have to throw in a group of three new women that yeah. are fresh and don't mm -hmm. have des as obviously the desire to be on camera. They're there, but they don't have like the ass. They're not influencers. They're not yeah. people. They're like, they're just people in the neighborhood. Like we need people in these local like areas that, are in the places they film these shows yeah on the camera like not like superstars that's why salt lake city has had it worked so well season one especially because like none of those women thought that a camera crew was going to pick up in salt lake city besides lisa barlow you know and like right. they're living out loud on camera but when these women are so like versed in the way tv works they're not living out loud anymore and that's what i want to see like i want to see I want to see a new authentic storylines play out. So what do you I, think in Atlanta? What do you think the recipe is with this cast? Like I mean, cast? so many people are so connected in Atlanta. So I think that the, the possibilities are truly endless there. I think recasting in Potomac may be like a bigger issue, but yeah. I think that there's so many women that have so much like history and like connections to one another that they could very easily like, bring in two three new women on top of Portia and we would have a show but I want women like with jobs already yes you know what I mean like oh so and so is a restaurateur and she is a lawyer and she is a this and she is a that and like we see how these women who and you know maybe there's a stay-at-home mom or two also you know what I mean that's a job as well like 
we see how these women really interact based mm -hmm. off of what they do, who they are, you know what I mean? And not because of their, their brands to protect and, you know, what they think people want to see from them. I'm so tired of these reality TV stars giving us what they think we want. Like why net that's why NECA ended up calling Wendy a bitch out of like nowhere. And it, it, and it's just, Not it's so fucking bad. cringy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, what, and it's why she can't fucking apologize now for, I mean that the whole, I know you haven't watched NECA and Wendy having a conversation makes me want to snatch my wig off and throw it into the Mississippi fucking river because like <laughs> they're both trying to not they're both trying to not like you know give in to one another mm -hmm. but one of them one of them both of the slash both of them need to yeah because like Wendy invited NECA to an event and NECA's like oh okay thank you for inviting me here I appreciate you for doing that um can we sit down and have a conversation right and mm -hmm. Wendy's like I receive what you're saying and we'll think about, no, you already invited her to the fucking event. Wendy, you, she's, you're the reason she's here. So you already did what you were supposed to do. Right. And like Wendy had a point, she like NECA invited her over to her house and Wendy's like, we have a couple of things to like work through before I go to your home. And she is mm -hmm. correct, but let's set the date to work through those things. Right. But the, Wendy though, like doesn't always, she's she cannot she's not always very discerning which i understand yeah. because women are so awful to her mm -hmm. they're they're so awful to her and it's hard to watch like they just no one is ever nice nice to her and doesn't really treat her like a cast member of that show so i understand why her guards are up but you a show can only be so interesting when like you also are not willing to like participate you know yeah yeah and i mean at this point no one's willing to participate yeah. um but I, the Atlanta ladies do always participate. I will say this because I feel like we kind of had the opposite problem. The last season of Atlanta, like everybody was participating for the most part. It was just the participation was not in unison. Like it wasn't flowing well. well everybody no was, one liked it. It was just a bad group of like, exactly. they just don't like each other. They don't want to be, a, you right. have to at least, at least half want to be around each other. Right. Like, no. So, but I think, so Portia and Kenya are confirmed to be coming back, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I think we throw in one other that has already been in the mix and then the rest is new. I, I heard Sonya is out. Fine with that. Hopefully Cousin Courtney's out too. Oh, we don't need to see her. I think she's, I think that's safe to bet that, that she's uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah, man, or no? Oh my God, no! I gotta I, die for her. On the I, show. I, yeah, okay. So <laughs> she no, lives I'm, out loud. Yeah, I'm not a Drew fan. Like, I Mama says many a things that like are wrong and loud, but but that's why we watch these shows. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> I, I do think she's good on the show. Like, I, I love to hear what Drew, <laughs> what's gonna come out of Drew's mouth, and it's like, hmm. I like know. you don't know she's, what gaslighting is like no and she's kind of a mess which oh, I 100 percent. Yeah, yeah yeah so am i like team drew on stuff no but i do think that drew is good for the show and i'm fine if she stays um yeah i don't i would love but i would love to see new faces and i would love to like i know they were talking about apparently george clooney's ex-girlfriend or something who lives in atlanta mm -hmm. i do love the i don't like that i i don't that's too famous like that's too oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, I don't even know that lady, but like I'd like the idea of bringing back a white woman in Atlanta. <laughs> or token white. I would love a token white. I do. <laughs> it's I, fun to just see how she's gonna act under uh under the token whiteness, you know. Oh, a hundred percent. And I feel like <laughs> I mean, you got big shoes to fill. They're Kim Zolziak Beermans, just like don't lace them up too tight and become racist with it because Kim really like girl who what other white woman are you going to get to sit on this couch with these well I wouldn't I'll never forget when she said that I was like girl I said you've been sitting on that one for a while like you really think <laughs> you really think you are doing something for your culture for you for white folks by sitting up there with these black ladies don't you uh -huh. No. Yeah, she's yeah, rehearsed yeah. that line for a while, and I, I'm worried the line reading was a little different behind closed doors as well. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> you know it was. You uh, uh huh. You know it was, and we all know it was. The the it, the the words were a bit 
different. <laughs> you know, you know, and you know that's what Harry and Corey said. They need you. They need you. You're gonna have a show with all black women. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, please. Um, speaking of one other thing in Atlanta. Cynthia Bailey, uh, as we film this, it is the 15th of February, meaning yesterday was Valentine's Day. Everybody's posting their loves. It was so cute. All of that. Cynthia Bailey post this fucking video that was like a wedding video, essentially. It's her getting laced up in a dress, putting her shoes on, adjusting a ring with a man hugging him, driving off. Tom, when I tell you all day, all day, my mind was plagued about whether or not Cynthia fucking Bailey got married again. I knew immediately it was an ad. I, I it didn't say ad on it. I, know, I thought like, they had to put ad on it. I know, but I think I just, there's no way that woman is going to go back into marriage so soon. She's a Pisces. Is that what they do? Fish? Oh my God, they love love. Oh, they do. I they see, like. I, I'm like zodiac adjacent. They like it. Like really makes me nervous. How like I don't want to say reckless Pisces are with their hearts, but like it it makes me uneasy how willing to love they are. Because I'm like, are you okay? Well, apparently she's willing to love but not receive love because she has the a bad ticker on the people who she's choosing to be with. Oh my know? God, it's so stressful. But it yes, yeah, so it just turned out to be a car ad <laughs> for car rentals for your wedding day or your special occasion. But the fact that she let us go all day, she didn't post that it was an ad until the very end. I was like, or until the very end of the day, like 8 p.m. yesterday, I was like, are you fucking kidding you, me? Cynthia? You know, that wasn't like, a plan she just like didn't and then i'm sure the dms were going crazy popping and people were like you Poppin'. have to say something <laughs> no a hundred percent people were like um cynthia cynthia girl like you have to oh my god there's a cat outside the our neighborhood our new neighborhood there's just like a lot of stray cats oh, i'm really? so confused he's just walking down the street are they strays or are they like outside? Cats? I don't know because so we live back into the in the town that I went to high school in. Uh -huh. And like here, a lot of people do have outside cats because they have yards and right. like they're in, we're in the middle of suburbs, neighborhoods, things like that. Um, so people do have outside cats, but like I don't live like necessarily in a neighbor, like a subdivision mm -hmm. per se. Right. Um, I have like house one house on one side of me and then I have like, I've lived in like the downtown area. So yeah. like, but there's so many fucking cats. When we first moved here, I think since our house was vacant, they mm -hmm. were hanging out in our backyard. Oh, they were in the house. That's oh, no, 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 no. They were hanging out in our backyard. There were like one night I'm, I, or one morning I let Milo out. There were seven cats back there just hanging out. And Milo came outside and it was like a, a mess. He thought it was playtime. They were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Russ sort of thought that too. Oh, they, I've never, I mean, it was, it, I should have gotten a video of it. Anyways, um, let's touch on VPR really quickly. Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I've said this so many times. If you've listened to Dumpster Dive, you're for 10 seconds but i just we have an issue with these shows with mm -hmm. timeline yep. and the way the world moves mm -hmm. these days with social media is so so fast like and our attention spans are so short mm -hmm. and so we we become obsessed with things for like a week and then we become obsessed with the new thing the next week mm -hmm. Scan of all happened like 10 obsessions ago for me so it's hard to like you it's hard to dive back into something that is pretty much resolved. I mean, there's no, like mm -hmm. nothing, we're not going to learn anything else about it. No. So, and for them, they're living through it still in a way. So it's hard to watch it because you're like, you are clinging to like something that is not on top of mind of the pop culture anymore. And so yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I, I suggested that they I think they should have had a much quicker turnaround on this season. I think mm -hmm. they should have done like a part A and part B, like watch the aftermath. Like they should have started airing in like September. 
Yeah, they fucked this show. I'm. I will say this. I can't remember. It wasn't. I know it wasn't me and you. Me and somebody were discussing it. They fucked up Vanderpump Rules so fucking bad in general because the way that we should have gotten Valley Village or Valley Family or whatever the fuck that Jack show is going to be probably three or four years ago, a spinoff mm -hmm. of the older generation of Vanderpump Rules and they should have kept it Vanderpump Rules to people who still work at Sir. And it would have still kept our attention. Yeah. That, that is what they should have done. First of all, I'm not watching that Jack show. I could give a fuck. I could give fuck all about what those people are doing. I yeah. don't want to see Britney again. Yeah. I don't care about Mima's grandkids. I, I really don't. Like, you can't. I've, I haven't seen Jack's on my TV in two, three years now. I don't give a fuck. Jack's, to me, I will, I'm not a Jack's fan, but like, he makes her crazy TV. So, like, if he's around the right people, there could be something crazy going on. But, like, I I, I just, what is there to happen in the valley that is what? worth me putting my eyes on? What I like to see Jax Taylor do is not conducive to being somebody's husband and somebody's dad and being sure. 41 years old. Therefore, it's, it's going to be uncomfortable. Jax is 40 in his 40s, mm -hmm. okay? I don't want, I want to see Jax taking off his sweater vest and fighting in strip, strip malls in Vegas, right? I want to see him trying to swim out to a buoy. I want to see him lying and cheating and stealing sunglasses. I don't want to see Jax raise a mini Jax. No. That's terrifying. I don't want to see Britney do anything I, ever. I loathe her loathe yeah i why does she have on a fucking mother of a bride prom dress in on in that she is like a fucking ball gown on is in she, the promo I haven't even gotten like i i saw i'm gonna send it to you as soon like, as we get off was, here it's really. upsetting to me i said whoever styled this hates her and it's not even when I tell you like mother of the bride, I don't even mean mother of the bride from the bridal shop. I mean, mother of the bride from Macy's. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. It's so I, bad. It's so bad. And then they're just going to make us feel bad for not liking Brittany. Yeah. And then, but also like what I just don't really understand. There's not like a fine line between what VPR is and what the Valley is. Yeah. This might be and then also VPR has been pigeonholed into this one thing. I don't really know how they even bring new cast members. Right. Right. Because like I I mean, after this season, the the show has to be more about the people at Tom Tom and the people at something maybe like a, a line cook at something about her. I don't know. <laughs> a sandwich artist at yeah. something about her. <laughs> No, you're 100% right. And that's like when Lala and James came on and when we used to have so many people, like when we used to have like people, pe background people. I mean, that's how we yeah, knew no, Faith. I know, but Faith would right. be there, right? She wasn't a main cast member, but she was like friend of for all intents and purposes. Like that is when that show was the best. They should have kept that up because all of those people still had friends that worked at the, at Sir. That, and that's why I say they really fucked this show up because where do we go from here? I don't, I don't give a fuck about whatever the fuck Lala is doing, being judgmental about everybody else still, like still having a drink. By the way, girl, we're not all alcoholics. Like she made that fucking comment. Yeah. I mean, those people, a lot they of them are, are, they are right. Yeah. But she, this comment, she rubbed me the wrong fucking way. Cause she was like, um, when she was laughing at Schwartz and Allie saying like they are sober curious, that is a thing. Okay, people, I, I, and I, as somebody who is sober, I don't think you should be laughing at people saying they're curious about being sober. I don't think you should. It, that's contradictory. Just, everyone's on their own journey. It's like none right. of your business. It, it's your such a fucking if, bitch. I'm sorry. I think I think it's worth being like it's my business if you if you're sober and someone's claiming to be sober, but like. Mm -hmm drinking and not telling people like right. like if there's ways where you're like you are slandering what it means to be sober i just wish you wouldn't use that term i understand that mindset yeah like, yeah 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 of course because 
sobriety, like true sobriety, right, like is something very sacred for people. Mm-hmm. Like that's 100%. something that people work really hard to get to. And so even like the California sober thing, I think it's kind of just like, no, just you're just you just don't drink anymore. Like, like, I don't think it's I just think saying sober in any way is like is like not good for the sober community. I think sober yeah. curious is different because you're like you're like I trying alcohol alternatives and figuring out like yeah. other ways to like not drink on mm-hmm. the weekdays or things like that. Like, right. Like, I think that is, that's healthy, but that's also like, I don't know. It's complicated. It's complicated, but also everyone's on their own journey and it's nobody's business. Yeah. And so like, like Ariana had said, like, I definitely like James more when he's not drinking and I would prefer that he doesn't drink. And Lala's like, well, I don't think anybody who drinks can, should tell anybody that they shouldn't drink. Well, bitch, guess what? If I have a few no, drinks and my and I'm fine and then my friend has a few drinks and she fucking spirals I'm gonna tell that bitch that she shouldn't drink and I'm well within my right to because I I'm a human being no I okay so my my ex-boyfriend I'm not gonna like fully diagnose him as something but like had he had a troubled relationship with alcohol mm-hmm. and when he drank like he would be a he would be a tr- on a rampage like mm in crazy way it was insanely unhealthy for him like mm. and i'm like you when you should not be drinking like right. you have an you have an immediate reaction mm. to alcohol the, the second it hits your system your brain like changes yeah. like you you become it's like jekyll and hyde like there Ooh, are people like so in bad. no it's tough and but and james is like that yeah mm-hmm. and so there are people like that that like they it is worth acknowledging, like you should not be drinking, and mm-hmm. there's can be sitting having a glass of wine, looking at James Kennedy, being like, "You, this is not, this is not it." Yeah, it's not like we're railing lines, and it's like, oh, somebody who does cocaine shouldn't be telling somebody not to do cocaine. Now that that I different. agree is different. <laughs> that is different, right? Um, I, like I was just like Lala, like you're so fucking high, she's so fucking high and mighty now. It's mm-hmm. like she's got a kid, like I said last week or whatever. She's rebranded from the reincarnated Tupac to Reba, like a single mom who works too hard and loves her kid and never stops. You know, she's a survivor. She, she knows survivor. she has all the answers. Since she got away from Rand, Ariana should get away from, uh, should get out of the house. Since she did this with a kid, she should be, you know, so-and-so should do that. It's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's condescending as fuck. I know that's who she is though she's always gonna have a hill she's dying on you know yep yep but yeah so you know it sucks um you know vpr is i, I think it was over as we know it before scandal but now totally like, season nine it was it was done but here we are i think it's not be going any- i don't think so i think this should be the last season well should and will are it- <laughs> different like she unfortunately the ratings are crazy and bravo is a capitalist we live in a capitalist society that wants coin and wants another bravo con and wants mm-hmm. people to care about these people so people care i mean people are watching so w- whether the quality is there doesn't always necessarily lead to whether the show is going anywhere so i i don't think the show's going anywhere but like i don't think the show is going to be like anything worth watching past i don't know the season or halfway through the season to be honest no i 100 percent agree um on that note we're gonna go ahead and wrap up i know i forgot to tell you to prepare a beef for fucking real no it's it's great but i can i, I, can work on my I was gonna say if i will give you a minute and i will say mine mm-hmm. um obviously mine is gonna have to go to missouri lawmakers this week because what the fuck are you doing we just had a mass shooting at the um Kansas City Chiefs parade yesterday gun laws is all I'm gonna say stricter gun laws I I I don't know or maybe just a gun law yeah yeah or one because like Missouri Missouri doesn't really have the best ones in general um all but also they are continuing to do fucked up shit with abortions as well so good old Missouri (laughs) My beef for fucking real is to all of, and this is only the beginning of this, so I'm sure you'll you have this beef for fucking real in another couple of weeks. But 
I don't know if you've heard all the country stations that are refusing to pay Mm -hmm. Texas Hold'em or 16 Carriages because it's by Beyonce is what they say. And we don't play, we only play country music. Mm -hmm. Um, To which I say, this is country Mm -hmm. and your racism is showing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the way these country stations, the way the CMT awards will be showing that oh, yeah. I'm positive of that. A hundred percent. Um, is it's going to be infuriating to watch. And we don't deserve Beyonce and they don't deserve her, to be honest with you. But like you should be playing her fucking music because it is her music. And just because it doesn't look and sound like your music doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it's not doesn't belong there. So Exactly. And we we know, you know, some of the other issues that black country artists have in the, you know, the same issues that Beyonce are running into. So I'm not shocked that did you see that picture of the lady who apparently runs one of the radio stations going around? Oh, like I her think so. oh my God. She is she's she looks exactly what you think what you expect her to look like. Wait, also a, a another little beef for fucking real. I don't know her name on Love is Blind, the new season. Did you get to the part where this girl goes? I'm finished. I'm a patriot. Oh, Sarah Ann. Sarah Ann. Sarah Ann, be, you got to be for fucking real. I want you to tell me what a patriot is. And I'm then definitely, as soon back. as she said, I'm a patriot, I said, January 6th, where were you? But I also... When people say they're a patriot, I want to, I want to, I actually want to, I want to get to the no, bottom I of what do. You about this country because there are things about this country that you love that go against, um, like when people Patriotism. say like, all are welcome here. No, but you know, when people are like, it's a, it's a melting pot and it's like, yeah. well, unfortunately, like, well, then do you believe in this, this, and this? Exactly. Exactly. You believe no. in a United States? Ex- I don't think you do. I think you believe in, um, uh, fascists. Yeah. A hundred percent. No, I did see that. And it's, I rolled my eyes so motherfucking hard. She said it like she like, she just like tucked her hair behind her. She's like, I'm a patriot. Oh, and she was expecting somebody to be like, you ate that. (laughs) Like no vibes. Like it wasn't even that for me. It was, I definitely have friends who like, don't believe the same thing I do, but I just like, don't feel like you know, that like those conversations should be had. And I was like, what the fuck are you saying? First of all, who are your liberal friends? Who are your liberal friends? No, I, I tell me right now. She knows like, she knows a gay. Uh, A gay. Yeah. A gay. (laughs) Right. And when she was talking about how she feels about abortion, I was like, so you agree. Every, everyone should have the Uh, right to a safe abortion. That's what I want to say. Like you, I can break down your patriotism in two seconds. You're standing on no nothing here shaky ground babes i don't when she said what she said about abortion i literally i sat up i said so you agree you think everybody deserves the right to a safe and healthy abortion if they choose to have one (laughs) (laughs) patriot yeah yeah tom please let the people know where they can find you you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And then also the podcast Instagram is dumpster dive pod. We release episodes once or twice a week, depending on what's happening. Uh, we cover throwback reality shows. We're covering stuff on Bravo. We're talking the traders, everything you, you love. You can find oh, there. Traders is so good. Um, and you already know where you can find me over on Instagram. Who asked me podcast on TikTok? Who asked Zell? Zell is S E L L E. Um, and of course, don't forget to rate and review. Say something nice. Okay, in that review, um, or don't say anything at all because I I like to argue. Anyways, I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.